Have you ever wanted to discover what's missing in your life? Metaphysics is available to all and is part of your life even if you don't know it. Welcome to Metaphysics, a view through the veil with Barb Crowley. Together we'll explore the mysteries behind metaphysics and how to use it to have a deeper understanding and advantage in life. And now here's your host, Barb Crowley. Hi, this is Barb Crowley and welcome to Metaphysics, a view through the veil. Today, I'm going to talk to Kathleen Diane, and her husband is going to join us, Idan. Kathleen was a lawyer about 10 years ago and um, had some heavy losses, which led her to the spiritual journey she has been on, where she, well, the, the spirits came through to her and she became a medium. And her husband, her um, her rock, her grounding cord, as she says, Idan, has also worked with her through this process and through this journey. He's gone on a journey with her as well. I want to welcome both to the show. And uh, Kathleen has written a book, and she put all of her knowledge into a novel, which is more fun. Um, so as a medium, she talked about um, she has characters who play out the uh, the spiritual journey she's been on and what she has discovered. So again, welcome Kathleen and Edan to the show. So glad to have you. Thank you and so much, Barb. We're happy to be here. Great. I am thrilled to have mm -hmm. you. Do you want to tell me a little bit about your background and how you got here? How What broke open your soul? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. There were a couple of things that went down. Um you know, back in um, 2001, uh, one of my sisters passed very suddenly. Mm -hmm. And um, shortly thereafter, a few months after, um, I had a dream that she was that she came to me and she was sitting on my bed and she was holding my hand and she was talking to me and I could see her clear as day. And there were two people standing behind her. I could just see their outlines. It was just light. And uh, we had a conversation. And during this conversation, I could see her as if I was looking at you right now, face to face, mm -hmm. but also from all points of the room. I could see us from all around um, as if I were watching down from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. uh, we had this um, conversation about um, she wanted me to watch over her children. And she also um, mentioned to me that she had to move on for a little while. There was something she had to do. She had to go and she wasn't going to be reachable, you know, and that she wanted me to know that she'd be back and that she was going to be watching over all of us when she got back. And then she stood Can I up. ask real quick? Um, oh, sure. Did she say how long she'd be gone? No, she okay. didn't. And I, I'm, I'm and just kind of curious about you, that part because I yeah. have a perception of that too with people oh. on the other side. And I wanted to see what, what your take was, but anyway, oh. sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, no problem at all. Um, so as we finished the conversation, she stood up, and she walked out the wall, and the, her friends followed her. The two people followed her out. Uh, we had a couple of other things happen around that time. Um, we were introduced to the spiritualist church, and there's a medium that performs at these. And um, you know, my my husband Idan went to went to a church service one day, and and the pastor called on him, and he told her, you know, told him that Mary is standing behind him, and Mary is my sister. And um, he got this really cool reading. He said that, you know, he was in, at the time, he was a full-time musician. And something had changed musically. I can't remember now what it was, but 
he was looking for a new gig. And uh, she came through the, the pastor there and told him that, um, you know, a new gig is coming. Don't worry about it. And, uh, you know, he ended up getting hired with the band that had been one of her favorite bands. And <laughs> so, we so were she thinking, worked. She worked for you. <laughs> yeah, she did. You know, yeah. and there, there were a number of things that made me start thinking this this is this is a real thing like that conversation I had was a conversation, not really a dream. Um, since then, I've had other um, other, you know, dream-like situations, and I, I understand them now as they're clairvoyant dreams or lucid dreams where I, I'm actually talking to people in spirit. Um, but to make a long, long story short, um, a few years after this happened, uh, a friend of mine from my teenage years um, passed away really suddenly, and I had just spoken to him three days before he died, and we'd been out of touch for really, I think it was 20 years, like a really long time. So it was, that was also very shocking. And when he passed, um, I was grieving in a way that I didn't expect because he hadn't been in my life. We hadn't been friends. And and all of a sudden I realized like, oh, we were connected in some way that I wasn't aware of. And we started going um, to the spiritualist church together. And one night they were doing- You and Edan, right? Me and Edan, yeah. yeah. Um, and we uh, went one night to do table tipping. They were doing it. They had a whole bunch of tables. Different people were doing this. Okay, you have to explain that for my audience. Oh, sure. So yeah. um, it's a small pedestal st style table, which means that it has just one leg in the middle, mm -hmm. um, not the four traditional legs. It's small. It was probably maybe 20 inches or something like that. Um, and there were four people at our table. And one of the people happened to be the the minister of that church and she's she's a very good medium so mm -hmm. she was picking up on things and telling us oh this this you know there's a guy here and she's giving us some clues and what happens is you put your hands on the table and if there's a spirit that wants to get through to you the the table will um, start to vibrate and then it starts it builds some momentum and it starts to rock and um that night what happened is the table you know, for lack of a better word, the table walked over to me and landed on my lap. Wow. Uh, wow. That changed our, our, our uh, <laughs> perception. That made an impression. It made an impression. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, the uh, pastor suggested, you know, if we count out, the, use the alphabet and count out the table tipping, we can get a direct message. And uh, my friend who had passed tapped out his name. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was, you know, he was coming through. Uh, that really was the the turning point where we thought this is absolutely without a doubt a real thing, and we started pursuing it. Uh, I, I was really into meditation. Um, we we learned how to table tip on our own. Right. Um, it it took a while for me to um, learn some other abilities. I I started to hear words clear audiently, mm -hmm. and then eventually to channel. So and, you were a Catholic. Lawyer or Catholic background <laughs> lawyer, <laughs> and you you started with your sister coming through, which sent you down this path. Yeah, you know, it which, really did. Yeah. yeah, which kind of blew open everything you knew. It had to. It did, and I'll tell you something else. Um, right before my sister died, I had we both had a dream the same night, 
Um, I had I had a dream. It wasn't even, it was just a voice boomed in my head and said, 10 more days. And I uh, called her and I said, I don't know what this is about, but I'm scared. I, I think I think I might die, you know. And she said, I had a dream too last night, and hers was different, but it was about her passing. And then, wow. you know, and then she did pass. And so, you know, looking back on that, I can see that I was already tapped in in some way. Yeah, that door was already open. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Um, and when we started to communicate, um, our friends, as we call them, in spirit, because they are, they're our friends, they're family and friends and people we we know and love. And uh, they have said to us that Idan is, is the grounding force so that I'm able to sort of drop my consciousness and allow mm -hmm. them to come through and I can channel. Um, right. And I can do it if he's not with me, but it's a lot easier. It's smoother when he's there. He's just oh, yeah. some kind of a, you know. What does it feel like to you, Edan? And how? what was your experience when you started to see all of this? You weren't getting the dreams, huh? You were the, the witness, the observer. Uh, yes, the witness, the observer. Um, I, I have always sort of had my own um, uh, set of experiences that were, uh, you know, some dreams, some other experiences and awarenesses that there's, you know, something more. Mm -hmm. And um, so that 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 has followed me, you know, without 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 cracking open the, the sphere of beyond, you know, I, in other words, I had a sense of it. But, um, you know, once Kathy uh, opened up, uh, my role was really more exactly that so my experience when she's doing this is that the energy somehow is flow somehow is connected to me as well mm -hmm. um so there is energy drawn from me too and i don't know if it's coming out of me or going through me but there's something that you know you get tired afterwards just by by being you know being around it for a certain amount of time mm -hmm. um so i just uh most of the time i i just am uh, extremely lucky to 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 hear what's coming through mm -hmm. um, because it's just so beautiful and um, you know it's one of those things that uh, I always I'm always uh, sort of uh, kind of in awe anew every time she does it because uh, what comes through the through the channel um, uh, what comes through when she channels are, are things she doesn't things she she doesn't know about she's not privy right. to and just the eloquence and, and the way it comes and the strength because you know when 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 there are different people that have a different energy a different rhythm a different mm -hmm. um you know uh just character to how they come through and you know whether it be i know some of these things we can maybe elaborate whether it's a loved one uh whether it's a friend someone that you knew and how they come through, whether it's a guide, um, you know, and how they come through. And we've gotten to sort of uh, really know these people, you know, um, just like you would talk, you know, just like you would talk over the phone and 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 know, you know, who you're talking to. Uh, just the rhythm, the choice of words, the the energy of it. It's all the same. And something to add to what Kathy said before is that also when you do the table tipping enough, you can sense it that way too, because their energy, the way they move the table is very nuanced. And so once they, uh, once you do that, once you do it enough, and I'm talking many, many, many times with the same crew, 
uh, you get to you get to really know how the table moves because, uh, like I said, there's a different sensitivity to it. There might be a again just the almost like the diction in speech. There is something there too that works in the same way. So you you recognize it, you can feel it, and and, and af- not after a while. It didn't take very long because we both I think had very uh, strong understandings that this was real, but. Mm-hmm. But then it it becomes cemented as something that you you know in your soul is is absolute. You know, you even trust you it completely. Say, you trust it completely. Yeah. And yeah. and 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 with that trust comes new perceptions of your own on life itself, mm-hmm. and that's the gift. Yeah. yeah, that's the gift is the perception, and um, and so I'm the silent observer, but I'm mm-hmm. not. Uh, I don't receive any fewer gifts because of that because mm-hmm. that's the gift. Okay, so you so you hear it coming through Kathy. So oh yeah, so, but you can feel too the energy, certain energies, or certain. Um, I have had experience of, of 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 experiences around Kathy where I have physical experiences of energy, mm-hmm. uh, almost like uh, imagine where you know if you were to sit on your leg in a certain way and it falls asleep or you <laughs> you know and it's a very it's a That's very, not it's, a very it's, comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but 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 not not that, but but that you know, you know for sure that there's something going on with your right. arm or leg, and you have to move it, and yeah. it's a real yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. I have had those sorts of experiences too, not not a numbing experience, but I, um, I know what but you mean. You're just of, awareness experience, uh, yeah. yeah, something that I can't I can't refute is happening. You know, mm-hmm. so around Kathy, yes. So when we're communicating in different uh, things that we've done, I've experienced you know, those things. When, when Kathy is doing it and you're not there, or do you, can you pick up that she's doing it? That, so let's say she's done it a few times when you're not there, even though she finds it harder to do. Can you, wherever you are, do you, do you get an instinct or a, an awareness that she's doing this? Is she still grounding through you? Even if you're not physically sitting next to you, to her? It's, it's interesting. I mean, we haven't done it enough times because it's usually just wow. it's it's extremely private, and it's usually just just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, in the time that she's done it, I haven't maybe thought maybe I should, and it's an interesting See, thing to yeah, to, to yeah. be aware of. Um, you know w- w- what I'm sensing, and sort of almost like meditate during that time to be part of it. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't have the awareness in the past to sort of partake. You know, uh, in in past communications where we were separate, but um, I, uh, so I, have, I now, haven't. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's a good. <laughs> yeah, because she a might good tip. still it might still be happening for sure. You know, even though you're sure. not physically there. For sure, one. Yeah. I agree. And, yeah, and, and I do notice when when I have done this for the most part, I've been with my sisters. Mm-hmm. I was very close friends, but my sisters and I go away together usually once a year. We have a weekend, and we always talk to my my sister who's passed. So oh, she comes nice. in yeah. and talks to us. It's really yeah. wonderful. Can your uh, other what, sisters talk to her too, or do you, are you the interpreter? Are you the channel? I'm the channel. Mm-hmm. But my nieces, my our daughters. So it's been like that, like a family kind of thing, an occasional right. friend, but really mostly just. And um, you know, we dance family. That's what we've done. But I will say that when I'm when I'm with them and I'm doing a communication. Um, it takes me a little longer to get off the ground to get it to go. Um, to get because a clear of their channel. energy, you think? 
I think it's because I don't have you done oh, okay. uh, with me, but mm-hmm. also I noticed that I get more fatigued because it can really wear you out. Channeling right. is like, it does pull a lot of energy. So I think what Edan said a little while ago, lending his energy is, is I think what's part of what makes it work well right. with the two of us. And now maybe you can try doing it, you yeah. know, when you're away. Can you do it this uh, way? Yeah. I, I, I can zoom in energetically. Yeah. yeah. That. yeah that's <laughs> what I'm wondering. Yeah. Well, well we have a Bigger. weekend coming up in February, so we'll have to try that. That's right. You might have to practice before. Yeah. <laughs> do a little practicing. So you are actually channeling the spirits through you rather than just sitting and talking to them. So you, you, they, uh, their voice, as you were saying, Adon, their voice, their mannerisms, I mean, they are coming through you. They do come through, yeah. They come mm-hmm. They come right out, they speak right through me. Sometimes okay. I can hear something, a phrase before it comes. Um, sometimes it's very fluid and it's just sentence after sentence so fast um, that I couldn't, you know, I couldn't, I can almost not keep up. And I don't even, like, I try to get out of the way and not think and just let it come through. Right. But um, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you know how, uh, you know, this is this may be a, a very bad example, but maybe in high school or something that, you know, there are girls that, that are chatty and talk very, very fast. Uh, yeah. Kathy is, is not like that. She's <laughs> not like that. But, yeah. but the speed, the speed that it comes mm-hmm. through her sometimes is faster than you could um, that you could write it down. You can't keep up. It's extremely yeah. fast. And, um, and and it's almost like a block of energy. So imagine yeah. that that there's, um, you know, it, it's almost like, uh, 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 yeah, pushing through a, a grinder, a block of a block of energy or thoughts, and and it comes through. But they're, uh, but it's eloquent. It's not gibberish. It's not odd. Mm-hmm. It's not a. It, it, it's it's very clear, but right. but, but fast. Yeah. 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 So it's it's unlike your personality, really. You, mm-hmm. you know, is it their personality coming through? Um, I do pick or that kinda, up, yeah. um, and also sometimes, like when someone's first lining up um, mm-hmm. with me, because I feel like they kind of go, like I can feel them, and um, like a block, like Edan was saying, like a yeah. block. Yeah, yeah, it is like that, and then um, I can. I can usually tell if I don't know who it is right away before they start speaking, mm-hmm. I can usually tell if it's male or female. Mm-hmm. And if it's a male, I feel like, like my throat, I can feel it like a, like deeper sound, you know? Oh, a harsher, uh, more. Yeah. Yeah. It's just deeper. A more male and, voice. Yeah, yeah, it is. And also we just have different people that speak to us in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, some, yeah, some people come through very gently, very softly, uh, we rarely use a table anymore, but once in a while, if some, you know, you know, if someone wants to do that with us, we'll do it. Um, but there was when we were first doing this, um, Idan had a friend, one of his musician friends, that died, and he came through and he was making a he's he was making a rhythm out of the table. He was making the table <laughs> move like it was, yeah, and it was like, like playing music. Yeah, we're like, oh, this is Bobby. Like yeah, we yeah. knew who he was. And then um, I have a guide that stays very close to me and he's very protective of me. And he kind of, he's the one that decides who gets in and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. So there's a gatekeeper. I wondered about that. Yeah. yeah he's my gatekeeper and I and yeah. I rely on him for a lot of things, but. He ushers him in. Yes. He's a man yeah. and uh, yeah. he's an Indian guide. Mm-hmm. And um, he 
has made the table spin on one leg for us. Wow. So, I mean, he, he liked the table. He had a lot of fun with it. It was kind mm-hmm. of like, and the, the interactions that we've had have been very playful and fun and they're not scary and they're not um, intimidating. It's hard to explain, but it's, it's like sitting down with friends. It really feels like that. Yeah, that is nice. That's a nice feeling. Have you had um, people come through that you didn't know who it was? Yeah, or- I I have. And then when if I don't feel comfortable with if I think they're going like they're going to tune me in, if it's mm-hmm. somebody important and I just haven't experienced them before or something, I give them a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. And if they don't get grounded or I don't get grounded with it, whatever it is, and I just feel like I'm not sure about this, I'll just shut it down. I just won't do it because um, I don't want to I just don't want to feel nervous. You know, right. it's, it's really important what you bring to the communication. Mm-hmm. You know, to um, if I'm in a in a bad space, I won't communicate because I know it's just going to get in the way. You know, and 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 if I'm too tired, I won't. Things like that. So it's the same thing. If I start feeling anxious or nervous, like who is this? Why is this person? I'll just be like, okay, I'm good. I can't right now. Right, you know, and right, right. so you have to how- stay pretty neutral on it. But yeah. have you been able to have people where you've gotten comfortable that you didn't know in this life or? You know, you don't know, even though you've become comfortable. Now they're part of your group. Is there yes. anybody like that? Yes. Um, I actually have um, a man um, who was my father in a past life when we were oh, Native wow. American. And he yeah. came in and he introduced himself, um, a very gracious, intelligent person. And he came through and explained who I was to him. And um, we had been introduced through somebody else, probably my my guide. And uh, I don't, this was going back a number of years. I don't remember exactly, but we knew he was coming in. So it wasn't a mm-hmm. surprise. Um, he comes in every once in a while now. And he's easy. Some people are easier for me to bring through. So um, he happens to be one of those people it, that he just goes right through. It's, it's, it's just so easy. It's like... Um, right. It's just like pulling a cord and the word, words come through. He just, yeah. just has that ability. And I think some people are more aligned than others. Mm-hmm. Or it can match your vibration maybe or something. Yes. Yeah. Now, um, once he started to come through and you understood who he was, did you feel familiar? Did he feel familiar, I guess, to you? I wonder how, If it, I don't know, if right away I trusted him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I felt familiar in the way of, oh, you were my dad, but I I love him. Mm-hmm. There are people in spirit who I love that I haven't met, but I know that when they come through, they they bring so much love to my life. Yeah. You know, yeah. the things that they they say and they they just I know they're here and they're around us and they they help us. They've built us up in so many ways. And um, so yeah, I mean I, I it's hard for me to think back when that first happened, how I how, I how you perceived them, yeah. yeah, yeah. Iran, how does this feel to you to have the whole party going on? <laughs> you kind of can't see them, you know. It's like all community. It's almost as if you're you're listening to a telephone call. <laughs> oh, it, it's, you know, it's, and can't it's, see. Yeah, it's incredible, and 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 you know, like I like I mentioned the. Uh, 
you know, I mean, this is this has now been a long time, many years of doing this together. But I don't, I'm not left out of of receiving the same gifts, you mm-hmm. know, of of really the information, which is just it's just perception and awareness, you know, and what that does to your life when you have when you have increased perception and increased awareness and increased right. capacity to love, to receive love and give love. Mm-hmm. Um, those those are the gifts, and um, you know, and 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 the, and and uh, you know, n- not to mention the greatest gift of all to me was you know to letting go of the fear of death. Mm-hmm. That was that was the big one because mm-hmm. uh, what you know because there 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 there, what, there is such a thing as your perception of life before you're aware that you don't die, and then and then after you're aware that that you don't die. In other words, mm-hmm. you know the 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 the, the you know. Um, a place in your mind where you fear an a total end mm-hmm. and that everything is going to end and it might end at any moment yeah and um and, and just that haunting sort of uh you you, you know um fear that 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 that, that every time right. you sort of that you could allow, disappear allow that, that you yeah. can disappear and everyone is yeah. like that and then suddenly sort of uh, being shown that it's it's that's actually not the way it, it goes. And mm-hmm. you, you you continue, and those that are around you continue, and um, and, and and you were before you you continue, but you also existed before. That right. was another extension, and that mm-hmm. kind of leads into maybe some of the topics in Kathy's book. But you know, we we came from somewhere, and we're going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so, when you're communicating with people that come through, they they know more than you. So in other words, whatever your brain is thinking, (laughs) uh, you don't have the answers necessarily. So you're better off to let them come and let them say, instead of coming with geared with questions. And that was through our communications. That's something that shifted that, uh, you know, I'm just introducing here because, you know, we're so filled with questions on wanting to know because our perception is sort of tunneled to, you know, because of. We're so limited. And then, so once we can sort of let that go, and mm-hmm. let, let let them sort of being open to 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 listening and with time with men with a lot of time and hearing many things eventually there is a change in in your perception this is what i'm calling the change in perception where you suddenly can see beyond yourself and this lifetime mm-hmm. and um and other people and you know, so instead of looking at someone, and instead of looking, you know, to, to use the cliche, you know, that the book's cover, you are aware, you are aware that it's a cover. It's more yeah. than you can see, and yeah. every person in every situation has that, and and you're only looking at covers, so you you only know a little bit of what you're looking at, and mm-hmm. so um, so you know, reading into a person, reading into a situation, you have to take a step back and see that there there are more forces that are happening, so. If there's something that's inconvenient, if there's something that is great, if there's something that is whatever is happening, there's more to the story usually than you understand. Yeah. And yeah. with time, you can look back and with awareness, you can look back and be like, ah, there, 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 were, there were forces at play. Mm-hmm. You can look, we can all do that. Um, so why, why am I saying this? Because uh, it's allowed me to sort of now live my life looking forward understanding that these forces are also at play. So as things come at you, you have more of ability to co- cope and stay 
stay grounded, stay, uh, you know, re- a, happy, a happy person, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, not, not take a dive, you know, not, 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 you know, less depression, things that were part of my life a lot more beforehand, because you don't know what to do, do with these black spots in, in you know, in your sphere that you can't see, you don't know what to do mm-hmm. with them. And, um, and so when, 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 when there's light that's, that's shed on that, you, you sort of, uh, you're more at ease and you know it's going to be okay and you know it's going to be okay, especially because ultimately there is no end to it all. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I'm kind of layering maybe uh, some bits and pieces to, 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 the, to the answer of the question. But, right. um, but, but also uh, the culmination of all of these things that continue to, we continue to learn. And even when we think we know, another message comes and we're like, Oh, I, we've heard this before, but it's so refreshing to hear it yeah. again. Uh, that was the foundation for Kathy's, you know, story. And we're going to get to that story. Yeah. I just have a few more questions. Oh, sure. yeah. We are, yeah, and we're going to get into soul families and you know soulmates mm. and all of that that you have in your novel. You you play it out in your novel, but I have to ask real quick. How has it changed your life, along with feeling happier and calmer and not so, in a way, panicky of, oh, my God, I don't know what to do, or, you know, feeling kind of lost or hopeless sometimes, as we do as humans. I don't mean you guys, but all of us, you know. Oh, sure. All of us. How has yeah. it, yeah, how has it changed your daily life? There's just, there's so much, there's so much more freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, I that's what I feel, and that's always kind of the thing that uh, that I thrive on is just having you know freedom in my life, and uh, even like choosing to leave the practice of law. Mm-hmm. It was a huge decision for me to do that oh, because yeah. I went through law school. Um, so Idan and I met when I was in law school, and he was playing music here in Boston. We were in Massachusetts, and. I had a daughter from a previous marriage and she was five when I went to law school Mm -hmm. and it was hard, you know, to get through law school and be a single parent. And um, so I had to really work for it, you know? And so it was hard to say, I'm going to let this thing go. And Mm -hmm. it really came to a point where it was a, it was a leap of faith. Mm -hmm. Um, Edan and I have always said like the best things that have happened in our lives have been a leap of faith. They've come from that. And I, I wouldn't have left. I wouldn't have done this if we didn't feel that we had the support around us from mm-hmm. our spirit friends. Yeah. And um, that's really who they, they're our friends. And I, I feel very supported. Iran feels very supported. It was also, you know, a financial decision to make, of course. And yeah. we just, we believed it was going to, it was going to work out. And I and didn't it have has. to. Yeah, it has. It's <laughs> yeah. worked out. Because that was 10 years ago that you left law, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. And, um, you know, Idan, as he told you before, he's a kitchen designer. We started a business together. And most of that business is his, but I am part of it too. We own it together and and I do my little part. But um, it's been great, you know. He felt like he had the freedom to try that. And we just don't feel as restrained in life. it's more of an adventure than it is a uh, decision on decision and, you know, um, decisions that can, well, they're like finite decisions, aren't they? When they, when you're not looking at it as an adventure. That, like, that's right. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and I think the, just, just to add, 
it's almost like you have a few layers of safety nets that are there that you so like there's the safety net of, of knowing that you're actually not going to die like your personality who you are like mm-hmm. the, the it changes yes it completely right. changes but so that's one safety net mentally mm-hmm. and then there's also the safety net i think of when you have support and when and we say support we're saying that you know so um having an awareness that you have a support system in spirit so it's going to be the people that love you and and really um you know your guides and i know that these are things that you know in in this in this world that, that we talk of these are things that come up but there are people that have agreed to guide us here and, mm-hmm. you know, coming into this life and, and they are in the background aligning energies for us. Yeah. Um, That's so, a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so now we can, we can take it or leave it. We can say, you know what, not for me. I'm not listening to any of my intuitive signals and I'm going, I'm going sideways and uh, sideways maybe there will be a ditch and, not, and nothing good will happen of it. But <laughs> yeah. Excuse as, me, I'm going to be stupid here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, so, yeah. so, so there, there is that, but there, there is, you know, the what, what happens as we have grown is our um, ability to connect to our intuition has grown, that awareness. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, so as long as I think you're sort of linked to that and you're simply, you, you're going to be aware of it and you're going to... Um, pay attention to what's happening and you make decisions with that you are you are following the alignment that's there for you and and sometimes that alignment doesn't look it it, it it's leading you a scary path it's not always to the rose garden that's not where this mm-hmm. always goes there're <laughs> going to be risks there're going to be leaps there're going to be some rough there's going to be some rough terrain ahead um but I think as long as you're linked and we're, of course, intelligent people that that can think and understand, it's not that we're doing things completely blindly in a, in you know, in other words, there's both we're thinking through it, but we're also making decisions connected to, to who we are by mm-hmm. by recognition of what that means. In other words, that intuitive part that, you you know, we all have it, but there is uh, a, a, a that cord strengthens with your awareness and that trust you sort of know to, you know what it is, you know, you kind of can right. can navigate your way with, with that. Um, right. So uh, you have uh, a committee helping you. Th- there's a committee th- 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 yeah. that's helping you. And, and you do too. We all do. Yeah. 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 And the other so, thing, when you mentioned once your intuition expands and I, I kind of think when spirits realize that you are listening they will be more communicative. Personal well, opinion, yeah, one hundred percent. And 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 the um, the thing I want to maybe share is that you know this is this is something anyone listening this is like a, this is a good one that you're never alone. Mm-hmm. Like when you really feel alone, you're not alone, and and that's very hard if you can't communicate directly. You don't have someone near you. It's yeah. it's, it's very hard to make that a real thing because when you feel alone and you're maybe hurt or you're you're in, in a dark place or afraid or afraid uh, you yeah. know these are words that don't don't come th- it's very hard to make someone sort of uh, hold on to this but um if you simply ask for help you know ask for you know assistance ask for a path forward and and then and then take another step and another step and another step you will receive help and we've and we're we've experienced that. 
Now, do you think, Idan, that you could do it without Kathy? That but I could because do it, that, in other words, receive that help or receive the, the you may not receive the the uh, communication as clearly, but would you receive the information or the the knowing what to do or where to go? Yes, you know? I mean at this point, of course. Yes, uh, yes, yes, because there, there there are new awarenesses that you tap not tap into, but you sort of cannot unknow. In other words, you already. Right. Once certain... you're you're aware that they're there, then mm-hmm. you're you're. It's almost like a sense always there that they're helping you, and then the synchronicities of seeing things out there that. And, yeah, and, and, and then the other thing that I want to I want to mention, and I'm I don't mean to, you, you know, we'll, we'll oh, this is good. Just a Keep couple going. of things. <laughs> um, the the one thing that I'm aware of. Uh, is that I don't, you know, we, we're here to live our life and um, we have come here in advance with a certain roadmap that we ourselves have laid out for ourselves mm-hmm. to come into. That's my belief too, actually, yeah. And, and so it's almost like connecting dots on a map and in between the dots, you might cross a river, you might not make it, you might you might take a sniff of, of, of too much uh, of a good thing and go. It, mm-hmm. it, in other words, there are going to be some points where you may not survive but the goal is to survive and make it and some of those turns you don't know you don't know what's coming mm-hmm. and so uh that's one of the great do you feel safe too. though when you and that's the big thing with humans you don't know what's coming and we don't feel safe so i think so my feeling now is that um i feel safe in that I have trust that if I'm connected and I'm moving forward, I trust that the outcome is right. Mm-hmm. That outcome might be one day, uh, 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 you know, not to my my physical favor, but it's it might be part of of the intention of the bigger plan, and so that takes away the the, the there has to be a certain amount of inner freedom to to allow yourself to live that way. You're not living by walls of fear that you, uh, you, 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 you put in front of yourself to go a certain way to right. to to fit a, a a certain safety zone that you you think is is the way you you need you need to go in in order to survive in order to make it, you know you have to sort of. Uh, it's more it's more open than that. So I think um, uh, so the information that we've received and the things that I've learned that I've come things I've come to realize is that um is that I trust more and mm-hmm. whatever whatever comes as long as I'm connected I'm I, I feel I feel um ready for it and accepting of it which is great and so, with that I'm going to take a break <laughs> so we've got to take a break and when we come back we're, you know, let's talk about some the soul families and the soul groups and and how we kind of travel together so we'll be right back yes. one thing's for certain life is uncertain do you navigate the unknowns visit a view through the to sign up for psychic readings and classes with barb crowley you can schedule one-to-one sessions with barb for personal and relationship counseling, pet communication, mediumship, career and business direction, or sign up for one of her classes. 
Everyone has answers through the metaphysical plane, but they need help to access them. Get the help you need today. Visit aviewthroughtheveil.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil with Barb Crowley. To reach the live show, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to aviewthroughtheveil at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, and we're back with Kathy Diane. And Kathy has written a book, Before We Were Born, where she talks about reincarnation and coming back together with with uh, soul groups and, and soul families. And before that, I want to say that Edan, who was with us at the beginning of the show, um, had to, he had told me before that he had to leave. He had a prior engagement. So, um, and it's Kathy's book, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, Kathy, can you give me a little bit of a synopsis and then we'll go into the, um, the soul groups and the traveling together and the families, soul families. Yes, I'd be happy to do that. So my book is called Before We Were Born, and it's a love story about two people who incarnate together throughout different lifetimes. This book is based on one lifetime, and um, the book opens in the spirit world. And these two are communicating um, with their guides, and they're talking about coming back to Earth, being born, and um, the woman's name is Callie, and she wants to be born to someone who used to be her mother in a different life. And her partner, his name is Ilya, he, he doesn't want to. He's not, he doesn't want to go, uh, but he ends up um, deciding to follow her mm-hmm. uh, because he doesn't want to be away from her. And she has more of uh, faith in the fact that they're going to find each other no matter what. So she's not as worried, but he's worried that they won't because we're um, they're born in 1977. The world is a uh, you know a big place. Um, mm-hmm. It's much busier than the last time they were here, um, and he's concerned about it. So he makes a decision um, to uh, be born to a woman who lives on the same street where Callie's going to be born, just because he wants to be close to her. He wants to be sure he's going to know her. And his guides have um, have told him otherwise, you know, to choose another mother, but he doesn't. Not a good idea. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a good idea. The woman yeah. he picks is she's a um, she's an active alcoholic and a drug addict, and so he's born three months prematurely. He has fetal alcohol syndrome, and mm. um, you know, he has his eyesight isn't good. He has a lot of um, physical problems. He's tiny, um, but he he's extremely perceptive. So he's he's got this um, strong connection with animals that he brings with him into this lifetime. And he's able to hear um, the voices of his spirit guides. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has that on his side. Um, Joy, who is Callie reborn, has this lovely little family. And um, they accept Jeremy into their family in some ways because his mom really doesn't take care of him. And 
as soon as he finds joy, he crawls under the fence at our house, which he's like two years old, and they're they're attached at the hip ever after. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is basically the story of these two soulmates who come here together. They are together, but they face all these challenges of being in life in the 20th century. And um, they get separated uh, because he gets taken away by DSS and, and the things that they go What's through. What's DSS? Oh, it, you know, I'm in Massachusetts, so you guys might have a, a different um, system there. But like it's family the services? Yeah, family services. Yeah. It's Yeah. yeah. Um, so he gets taken away and, and they're both traumatized by that and what happens to them, you know, going forward. Um, without giving away the whole story, I will tell you that one of them um, passes prematurely mm-hmm. and the other one um, has to figure out how to communicate or becomes really, you know, swept up with the idea that she can learn to communicate. And so this the idea of um, of spirit communication is a really big, important part of the book as well. So it's reincarnation, but it's also staying in touch throughout the two worlds, which is what mm-hmm. they, they learn to do. Which is what you have done with your sister. Yeah. And it is really your experiences put into a love story and a novel. That's right. That's yeah. right. Which is great. And um, in this, you talk about soul, like you said, they're soul mates. And yes. um, but soulmates don't necessarily need to be love mates, a relationship, male, female, that kind of um relationship. That's right. They don't have to be. That's what I chose to talk about this time. Um, I'm actually working on a sequel for this book for another lifetime. And these two are coming back, but it's not I hope just they plan that. better. <laughs> yes, that's right. And they do, they do. Good. But um, but the book is also about brothers. It's about two brothers who are are, are choosing to um, really have each other's backs, whether they're whatever lifetime they're in, and they play different roles. Um, one of the things that I've learned from communicating with spirit is that there are soul families that we do travel with groups of people, and sometimes someone from that group may stay behind, or they you know. Uh, we're not, it's not like one group of 10 people and we always go together. We all, it's, it's not that, but there's definitely like a group that, um, you know, people that love each other and just want to have this adventure together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so some of them are on the other side of the veil yeah. and some yes, of them do incarnate right. in. Yes. Do they always know each other when they incarnate in, or can somebody be, you know, on the other side of the world and never meet in the within the physical lifetime? You know, I think that can go both ways. To be honest, um, mm-hmm. I think sometimes you bump into somebody and you just have an instant connection, and you know this is this is something. There's a connection deeper here than meets the eye. Mm-hmm. I think that happens. So even when we're born around the same time or coming into the world, uh, the some of the people that we, you know, tra- traveled with, so to speak, may be, you know, on the other side of the country or, um, you know. But, you know, And you may never meet them here, you think? Well, I think there is a plan laid out before you come. And I think we all collaborate in that. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's something of a map that's laid out that we play a role in. Um, I don't think the details are in it, but I think meeting certain people is part of the plan. Oops, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, uh, 
can we, let's say, even though we're in the same soul family, mm-hmm. can we have really wildly different experiences? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Uh, and we have different intentions. Life. We have different intentions when we come. We're all, you know, unique individuals mm-hmm. um, as souls, not just as our personalities in the body. Um, the other really interesting thing is that you can switch up the roles. So you may um, you may be someone's mother in one lifetime and be their child in another or their brother or sister. And, and you know, genders change very easily. That's not, um, you're not necessarily yeah. going to be female every lifetime or. or you're going to experience yeah. different genders. Can you experience different, um, like we always talk about soulmates and there's so much love there and familiar and all of that. Is there ever hate there? You know, I mean, you've, you've, uh, we've all met people where there's a, a dislike, but it's so vehement that it's, you got to wonder there's more here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, the, the only reason I got to see what you're saying, and I think I, maybe it's just the way you like we vibe with each other, but um, because every, every person I've spoken to in the spirit world mm-hmm. is, just it's all every message I get is is based on love. Mm-hmm. And I think that but I mean we, it could be love, but a different experience of it. Yes. You know oh I mean? yeah. Yeah. I think I do know what you mean. So you may um you know so it might not be an easy kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. I actually think that's a um uh, an important point because sometimes our soulmates are not here to make our lives easy. Right. Sometimes it's like they, they challenge us and they help us to grow. But you always stay within the same family. You don't go outside of that family. I I think we have the freedom to do whatever we want, right? And I think people do. I think you know, as a soul, we make different choices, and we know we're all going to see each other again. Mm -hmm. So you can you can step into a lifetime, and and if you you know, even if you don't go with a member of your family, you're going to have a guide with you. At least that, at least one guide, because we never come alone. Every yeah. time we're born, we have people that have chosen to stay with us. Mm-hmm. And that guide is not, is part of your family or um, that chose not to it can be. come in or, or is it, it somebody different? Yeah. yeah. And then the soulmate thing, are they always part of your soul family or can they be outside of your soul family? You know, I don't know how I'd categorize that. I'm not. I'm not sure if I have a good answer for that one. Yeah, something to think about, right? Yeah, it is for your third book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what if they hate each other? What if they arbitrarily? So, uh, really, what I'm asking is, can your soul family grow? So oh, absolutely. In other words, yeah, I think you, it does. I don't yeah. think it's a finite thing, and I don't think it's something that's so defined. That it's, you know, it's all the people sitting around this table. I just think they're people we've traveled with that we we have this, you know, family, um, you know, feeling with and have had, you know, known each other and sometimes maybe just in spirit. Yeah. Not ever having incarnated, you mean? At the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty interesting thought. Yeah. <laughs> it is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What what was so what was the most surprising thing other than you never die that you learned from the other side? Do you think? 
the most surprising thing. Yeah. I didn't mean to put you on the <laughs> No, no, no. I'm just thinking um, yeah. I mean the thing that stuck with me really is is beyond the fact that we we don't die is the fact that everything is based on love that mm-hmm. it's the undercurrent of everything that is you know yeah. and that's i was surprised by that mm-hmm. i mean when i first started um communicating i of course i you know i mentioned to you earlier about my sister passing and and right. you know wanting to communicate with her and know that she was okay and and all of that but um, also i've had friends pass and they come through and it's they're the same like some of the guys that i grew up with and they're still funny and they're mm-hmm. still that was surprising their personality the same people yeah. that you knew here yeah they show up that way mm-hmm. you know and um gosh there's been so many things that have been surprising to me um I think one of the things I've learned is that life is just so much bigger than I ever dreamed it could be. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I have a smidgen of understanding of it all, but the little bit that I have is like mind blowing. Yeah. And do do you think um that we incarnate into other worlds, not just earth plane, but other worlds? I, my opinion is that yes, we do. I haven't. I haven't had. Um, you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I yeah, don't okay. have a problem. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's my. I, I do think that, although I don't have information about that, I haven't had anybody um, say that to me. But I have yeah. heard, like, I have got messages that uh, will say, like, one of the physical worlds. Like, this isn't the only oh. physical world. Yeah. Yeah. Can you ever ask them about those things? Sure. Can you ask them about things that are, you know, like, what don't I know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you well, know, that kind of thing. In the beginning, we had we used to make qu- write out questions. Mm-hmm. And then we'd say, is there such a thing as reincarnation? You know? Yeah. And, yeah. and didn't know that it wasn't going to just be a yes. It was going to be a this like volume opened up of like, all this information about, you know, our past lives and and various people we've known. And, you know, it just, yeah, I guess we kind of went unscripted after a while. But yes, which is good because to keep it scripted, I would think to keep our, our world seems to be so little when we look at that greater world. Yeah. So if you're going to script it, you're going to keep it little. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's a brilliant thing to say. I think that's I think that's spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is now. I want you to ask for me. What don't okay. we know? <laughs> what don't we know? Oh, what don't we know? Yeah, that, and that, that could be volumes. Yeah, I was going to say that's going to be book four, five, six. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be a lot. Do you think though that you see the people that they they may um, they may be the same when you see them now because this is how you know them. And if you were in a past life, they would be different because you yes. would know them that way. I do think so. So I I have found, I have some clairvoyant ability. So mm-hmm. I can sometimes see when I'm communicating, I'll get a flash of someone. I'm not very skilled at that, it's, mm-hmm. but I can do it. Um, and I've noticed that people people can come in the way they want to come in. Yeah. So my my dad 
even I've had messages from other mediums. My dad passed away and he was six foot seven and he was an athlete as a young man. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever he comes in, whether he comes to me and I see him or he comes to me through a medium, he right. comes in as a young man. Yeah. And, and that's just the way he chooses to, to look, you know. I, I say to people, you know, it, it, no nobody who died at 85 is going to choose to come back looking like they're 85. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. And, and that it really is personality that you're going to recognize them. It is. You know, that's that's what I believe. But we are coming to the end. It has been fascinating conversation. I've loved it. And um, I know you have another book that's coming out, and I'd love to talk to you when that comes out, too. But where can awesome. everybody get your book now? Your book, um, you know, uh, Where Were We Before, right? Did I say the oh, name right? No, it's Before We Were Born. Oh, that's right. I'm yeah, sorry. That's I knew there right. was something wrong on that. Yeah. yeah. And where can they get your book? And where can um, they get hold of you if they'd like to get hold of you? Okay, you don't so do a practice, do you? I don't. I don't do yeah. readings. I don't. It's, mm-hmm. it's always been very private to me. It's something it's, I, I think of it as a very sacred practice. Right. And it's just something I, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. like I said, and then you bring rude. it out through your novels. I do. Which is a great way to do it. I'm a storyteller. I love to tell stories. And I just, for me, I learn a lot when I read fiction, you know, because it's Mm -hmm. easier for me to um, digest the information. It's more enjoyable to read it. It is. Yeah. It is. So, where can they get hold of your book? Okay. So, you can get it on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Um, It's on, you can buy either the book or you can get it. It's, It's available in Kindle. Um, through the publisher, which is John Hunt Publishing, mm-hmm. um, and which they, uh, it's technically Cosmic Egg, which they own. John Hunt okay. Publishing owns yeah. that. Um, I would suggest one of those. I, I'm pretty sure it's at Barnes and Noble now. Um, and if you want to get a hold of me, my website is Kathleen with a K. Um, my middle name is Ready, R E A D Y, Diane, D A Y A N dot com. And I have an email on there. You're welcome to welcome to reach out to me. That's great. Thank you so much for being on. And thank you, Don, when you talk to him next. Thank you so <laughs> it's much. It's been a Bob. pleasure. Thank you. So much fun. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil. Please tune in for another edition with your host, Barb Crowley, next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your upcoming weekend.